0: Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about my new books. If you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I helped bring my dad's business into the 21st century with Poshmark. I've documented everything we've done so you can start a business right from your closet or expand an existing business with an effective e-commerce solution, even if you don't have a large marketing budget or social media following. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available in paperback and for Kindle. You can also find the Poshmark Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses with worksheets to help you manage your inventory and negotiate effectively and confidently on the platform. Both titles are available on Amazon, where you can find quick access links at bemovingforward.com or in my link tree, which is in the show notes for today's episode. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, this is John Lim. We're here with our bonus episode 221. So today we are wrapping up and uh, I have some mixed feelings about this because I I really could talk about Poshmark for a long time and uh, I will continue on this journey on this path with my dad and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, but I feel like uh, in terms of the podcast, uh, you know, you have uh, what basically... Uh, You know, close to 20 episodes on this, which and I've covered as thoroughly as possible all the different tips and all the different uh, getting started points. And uh, I think. Uh, hopefully this is enough for you to move forward if this is what you're interested in doing. And I've had several people reach out to me, um, you know, through social media and whatnot, telling me that they are interested or that they're planning to start a Poshmark business, which is really exciting. So, just some final thoughts. I just want to, and for those of you who have been following this journey, I mean, think back to episode 202, starting off right after the new year. Uh, for me, it was it was pretty incredible because, as I mentioned on that episode we you know this conversation with my dad started in 2016 where he was really concerned about the effect of online Uh, e-commerce, you know, sites like Amazon on what that was doing to retail businesses. And if you follow business news, you will see that a lot of brick and mortar clothing stores, these retail chains that have been around forever, a lot of them are closing their branches. A lot of them are, uh, you know, downsizing because e-commerce and online shopping has become so prevalent. It is such an everyday part of our lives. Uh, And and that includes clothing. And uh, it's one of those things where you wouldn't have thought that, right? You would think that when you want to buy clothes, you want to have that experience of going to the shop to try it on and see if you really like it. Maybe uh, getting some consultation from a salesperson who can, you know, give you some tips or give you recommendations. But these days, online shopping has become so sophisticated that uh, it, it, Really can cater to the customer in terms of their individual needs, and you have so many different models that are out there. And I talked about this. Our journey trying to start out, we actually started a long time ago on eBay, and uh, that didn't really work out too well. I think eBay is not really a place that or a marketplace that a lot of people think of when when they think about clothes shopping. Uh, we tried uh, Amazon. I mean, Amazon was was our our primary for for a long time. Be, uh, 2016 into 17, uh, I mean, we really, really try to to build up his business uh, using the FBA program. You know, we we finally jumped through a lot of hoops to get it up there. And then we had to deal with, uh, obviously, things like long-term storage fees, as well as the monthly subscription for the pro, pro plan. And then, of course, Amazon being so buyer protective, just the no questions asked return policy. And so a lot of the items would get uh, returned, you know, maybe about half. And that that's something that's really tough for a small business to deal with. Uh, We went to Shopify. Shopify, I think, has a lot of great advantages to it. I know people who run Shopify businesses. In fact, one of my former guests, uh, she uh, launched her own nail lacquer line, and she is really crushing it on shopify and she, shopify is like a perfect fit for her for us shopify presented a lot of different challenges I mean first of all there was the uh, it, you know the, the just the setup uh j- things like uh, variations on sizing and of course the just the sheer learning curve for me it, it, it was uh, it wasn't so bad but for someone like my dad you know it's it's not easy to pick up uh, on using a platform like that and so, that was very frustrating, and then eventually, because of that uh, frustrating moment that I had uh, trying to figure out some coding issue on on Shopify, I stumbled onto Poshmark. I literally Googled where's a good place to sell clothes, and it's amazing to me that I hadn't really come across it before. It's been around uh, for quite a while, a lot longer than I thought it had, and uh, I, we just decided to give it a try. Remember, uh, I didn't get a lot of traction in the beginning, and it wasn't until I really started learning that Poshmark isn't simply a sales platform, and I've talked about this on the prior episodes. It's a social media uh, experience as well. They have a lot of the social media components baked in. And I think even the the Poshmark CEO uh, recently described it uh, in an interview that it's a social selling experience, really combining social media with a sales platform. And I've talked about this over the last couple of uh, months, just engaging within the Poshmark community and the experience of building that uh, personal relationship with a lot of the customers, which is not always easy to do when you're not meeting them in person. But what was really cool is just by engaging in the community, sharing out other people's items, answering questions, that's really a big one. People ask me, I mean, what's what's the secret to getting traction on Poshmark? And I will tell you, it really kind of boils down to two things. Number one is being responsive. When someone asks a question, answer it as timely as possible. Even if it's a question you feel like you've been asked over and over and you can see because they're all publicly posted, you can see those answers uh, right above because someone else asked that question. Just treat each customer Like, uh, you know, that is an important question that uh, needs to be answered. And be responsive because that makes a difference. That really, really makes a difference in the mind of a potential buyer. How much, uh, you know, attention and, uh, you know, answering those questions. The other thing is really being organized. Poshmark is, is is all about being organized. Organized in terms of your inventory, but really about your time. And the beauty of a business like uh, Poshmark is that it is up to you how in-depth you want to get in on it. So if you're a busy professional and you just want a side hustle or you just want to clear out your closet, you can structure a Poshmark business that will do that and just spend a couple minutes a day or a couple minutes every day. If you really wanna build it out as a serious online platform like I've done with my dad, then you can invest the time to do that. And I've talked about things like working with a partner. I've talked about the logistics of packing those items and really uh, showing the, the extra concern and care and being on top of it. It's all about being organized. So be responsive, be organized. I really think if I had to distill down the two keys to gaining traction And generating sales on Poshmark, that's really what it is. You really want to give a great experience to every customer. And finally, I will just say, treat every sale as if it's your first. Every time we get a sale, and one of the coolest things, I couldn't have predicted this, but last week... We hit a milestone. We hit our hundredth sale on Poshmark, and when I started this series, I think we were in the in the sixties. So we we were able to cross over that uh, one hundred threshold, and, and we're averaging about a sale a day, sometimes more. And it's really, really humbling, and it's really, I'm just so grateful for that. And 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 here's the key every time you get a sale whether it's a big item or a small item remember when we started it, it was a pair of jeans it was it, not expensive pair of jeans uh, last week we actually sold our first really or 2 weeks ago we sold our first big ticket item which was a, a very expensive wedding gown and i i just think back to that first sale because we had, we had <laughs> we had spent so much time Trying to figure out the e-commerce uh, equation, that uh, it, just to have that first sale on Poshmark was so satisfying. And every time we have a sale, I think back to it, and I just take a moment to just be grateful for that. And 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 I know my dad does as well because he really enjoys the operations side of things. You know, just finding the item, packing it, and taking it to the post office. So make sure you have that joy in uh, in doing this because it, it can also be a lot of fun. Uh, those are my real uh kind of parting thoughts on Poshmark. I'm going to be continuing on this. We may revisit this uh in a future episode or future episodes. And if you have questions, you can always hit me up on social. Uh the write-up for this series is at bemovingforward.com. Just run a search for Poshmark. You'll also see a tab for the different mini series. I'm going to create an entire mini series page with the collection of Poshmark episodes so that you, you really can go back and look at that content. Thank you so much. We're gonna move on to a new topic next week. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward.